under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. Hey, that sounds like a heck of a plan. Why didn't we think of that? Energy costs skyrocketing? Poor people suffer the most? Looks like we got a plan. Go like this. It's coming together pretty well, too. It's kind of, it's almost invariable. You have to go like this when Let's Dance comes on. I was uh, texting with a friend of mine over the weekend with Brian, who explained to me on, he, on, on Saturday that his father-in-law just had his heating oil delivered for the uh, the winter season. And his father-in-law is a retired fireman. He was a, a career fireman. He's now retired. He's living on Social Security. Had the uh, heating oil delivered to his home. Said normally every year it's reliably right at about $500 for the year. This year, $1,500. This year, $1,500 rather than $500, and there's, you know, uh, the, it's their plan. This is it. They're going to slow the rise of the oceans, and you're going to have to pay. And your your grandparents, well, screw them, you know. That's uh, too bad. Just going to have to suck it up and pay the man. Either that or freeze to death. These are your choices because the left is here. And the left, you know, there are a, a thousand ways to kill people. You can starve them to death. You can freeze them to death. The, the left in the 20th century demonstrated myriad ways of uh, killing people. That's the one thing they're really good at. Yeah, but, um, you know, grandpa, father-in-law's $500 annual heating oil bill, $1,500. So you decide. You know, you don't need all that mac and cheese. You can skip a few days. That's your Democrat Party. They're making things better. See how that goes? Uh, also, Thanksgiving is coming up. Uh, lunch bucket Joe Biden, who uh, showered with his little daughter. But did he shower with his granddaughter on her, on her wedding day? Did anybody ask that question? That should be asked at the White House briefing, don't you think? Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. I, I'm, I'm telling you that Thanksgiving, oh yeah, he's going to uh, pardon the turkeys at the White House today. The turkeys are chocolate and chip. Chocolate and chip. Those are the turkeys. And they're going to pardon them. And then uh, we'll eat them later on. Somebody will eat them later on. But the, uh, the price of food, I talked about this last week. And there are new numbers in. The, uh, you know, food prices and everything skyrocketing. The price of diesel is at $5.29 a gallon. Diesel fuel $5.29 a gallon, the national average for uh, diesel fuel, which is used to bring uh, everything to market, all your food and your clothes and, and everything else. And it is through the roof. They're telling us today, oh, gas prices come down to 12 cents in one week. We are so good, so happy. Happy, if you're happy. And uh, it was $2.11 a gallon when uh, Joe Biden took the oath of office, and it's done nothing but go crazy ever since. But, but setting that aside, your Thanksgiving dinner 
in 2020 for 10 people. For Say you have a, you know, a family and they like you and they come over and they have Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, 10 people over for Thanksgiving. In 2020, the cost was $46.90. $46.90. In 2021, the cost was $53.31 from $46.90. And now in 2022... $64.05. So uh, for President Trump's last Thanksgiving, $46.90. Now Joe Biden's $64.05. All right? Because the stuffing, the stuffing mix is up 69%. The turkey is up 21%. The rolls are up 22%. The pumpkin pie is up to 18%. The pie crust is up 26%. The turkey, uh, honestly, the uh, is uh, 21 And this is because the Democrats are making everything better. See how they do that? They're real good at making things better, aren't they? Yes, they are. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Just, uh, just remarkable stuff. Mm. Uh, will I get to New Orleans and all the crime and the mayhem there? I don't know. Let's go to uh, let's go to some audio because we've got uh, we've got a lot to get to. Um, yes, we have a great deal because the Democrats are so crazy that we've got all kinds of crazy. It snowed in Buffalo. They uh, they moved the game to Detroit, and um, the uh, Buffalo, New York, top three day snowfall, the biggest three day snowfall they ever had. Now uh, this past weekend here they had 36.6 inches of snow and they called off the football game right that is the fifth largest three-day snowfall that they've had the number one snowfall for them was in 2001 that's 21 years ago that's a fifth of a century ago that that was 56.1 inches this weekend 36 not 56, but 36. 2001, 56 inches. In 1995, they had 42.3 inches. In 2000, 38.9 inches. In 1976, 38.8 inches. This past weekend, 36.6 inches. This is all wrong. It is all wrong, isn't it? In 1945, they had the same amount of snowfall as they had this weekend, they didn't have the Buffalo Bills there in 1945, I don't think. How dare you! And uh, 1984 and 1982. Before that, they weren't really you know, accurate measurements, and nobody wrote it down because Democrats. It's an amazing time. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to some audio because uh, these, these Democrats, boy, oh, boy. Um. Again, they try to blame the guy that hit Paul Pelosi over the head with a hammer. What was he doing in the House at uh, 2 a.m.? Um, why can't the police release the body cam video? Why don't the U.S. Capitol Police release their surveillance video? Why is the 911 call not being released? And the Democrats try to paint this nudist activist who told the local paper in San Francisco that he's a Green Party member and they're trying to paint him as a Trump supporter and a Republican, just as they're trying to do with the massacre at the gay nightclub in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, 
while in the meantime, boy, oh, boy, aren't they amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's, and uh, honestly, it's really hard to, it's hard to uh, live in harmony with uh, people that, uh, in Chicago, just this past weekend, two teens among 18 people shot. Uh, was that, uh, let me ask Nancy Pelosi. Hey, Nan, hey, Nan Hun, was that, um, was that uh, because of Republican rhetoric? What do you think? Or is that just a normal weekend in Chicago, Illinois? The correct answer is B. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And that's every weekend because, you know, the Democrats. So a good thing they banned guns, though, right? Three killed, two teens, among 17 others hurt. What do you think, Nan? What do you think? The lies are so big. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to some audio, shall we? So we have a bunch of it. Let's go to uh, let's go to Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is the Republican leader in the House of Representatives, and he's not real good with talking. Um, but it looks like he's going to be voted in as the Speaker of the House, which is a heck of a lot better than Nanny Pelosi, of course. But I do wish that there were an articulate Republican somewhere that could express the views of conservatives in a convincing and compelling way so as to enlighten Americans and maybe even just kidding the news media. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, um, this was actually last week uh, talking about the... Oh, he's doing it again? Uh, This is a a talking point of his. He was on with Maria Bartiromo yesterday. It's not the size of the gavel. It's the power of the gavel of who holds it. It's, uh, is that like a metaphor of some kind, you know? It's not the size of the oar. It's the uh, uh, dip in the water or something like that. That's uh, it's the motion of the ocean. Uh, what is he, what is he uh, talking about there? Nancy Pelosi did walk around with that big cartoon gavel, though. Like, you know, AAP cartoons, Nancy Pelosi with her big teeth sticking out and a big funny gavel that squeaks or honks when she pounds it. Um, and... Uh, Talking about, <laughs> talking about the problem, he's passed the first vote in the House in the Republican caucus to the first step toward becoming Speaker. And uh, here's Kevin explaining it. When we had this debate, most of the discussion, it wasn't about me. It was the process and the rules in the House. I have opened up the rules even greater than we've ever before, changed the steering committee where the power rests with the conference themselves to make that decision. I have opened up the rules even greater than ever before. Something like that. That's uh, I was having a little, a little difficulty with that. I um, you've opened the even greater than ever before. Those were not the right words in the right sequence. That's for sure. Um, but he is talking about doing some good stuff, which is which is good and and true because these radical left wingers, uh, with all their hate filled anti semitism, racism, anti Americanism, Eric Swalwell sleeping with Fang Fang for years, who was his big fundraiser. He was a city council member. Then a Chinese intelligence agent who's hot named Fang Fang latches on to the city council member, gets him to the House of of Representatives in Washington and the Intelligence Committee, where he can do the most good for the Chinese communists who had been cultivating him all these years. And when asked whether he's having sex with her, he kind of smiles and walks away without answering. 
Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Why would we ever give him a security clearance in the secrets to America? Security. So I will not allow him to be on intel. You have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public Schiff. time and again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. And you look, Congresswoman Omar, her anti-Semitic comments that have gone forward. We're not going to allow her to be on foreign affairs. We're not going to allow her to be. That's uh, Ilhan Omar. Uh, were it not for the United States, scorpions would be crawling over her bones in the desert today, along with the rest of her family. But she's uh, virulently anti-American. Um, member of Congress, Democrat member of Congress. And uh, Eric Swalwell, you know, the Chinese spy. Of course, you got to remember Senator Dianne Feinstein, California, the old, oldest member of the U.S. Senate right now. She had a Chinese intelligence operative on her San Francisco office staff for nearly 20 years. And that's okay. What's, uh, what's the problem with that? Uh, and then Fang Fang uh, is having sex with Eric Swalwell and um, grooms him, gets him to Washington from a city council seat in California. And that's fine, too, because we don't have a news media. Just, uh, just remarkable. The, uh, of course, anti-Semitic, Ilhan Omar's remarks are not just anti-Semitic, they're anti-American. And now he's right about this, of course. I just wish that he were more articulate. Kevin McCarthy. We're also going to stand up to what's happening, not just in the halls in Congress, but what's happening into our higher education institutions. The anti-Semitism our... that's going on on these campuses and others. We will investigate that as well and stop this to make sure that America does have the freedoms that we said we would keep and that we will stand up to it as we move forward. Um, uh, not particularly well said, but a little better. And uh, absolutely true. On campuses, they're anti-Israel, they're pro-Hamas, which is a radical Islamic jihadi terrorist organization. And, of course, Ilhan Omar compared the United States of America to Hamas, a radical Islamic terrorist group, to the Taliban uh, because she is not on our side and she's not on Israel's side because they're on our side and we're on Israel's side. But, you know, but not the Democrats. They're... Uh, you see, they arrested a couple of people in New York. One of them had a Nazi armband. They had guns, and they were going to target uh, members of the Jewish community in New York. And uh, the news media likes this story because they don't know that, you know, Hitler's party is the Socialist Workers' Party and that all the anti-Semitic attacks in New York, number one hate crime committed in New York, uh, the New York Times said they haven't found over years a single conservative or Republican involved in any of the anti-Semitic attacks the New York Times which also told us that the news media is the number one threat to our democracy, the New York Times and Siena College, and the Democrat Party is the number two threat. Hey, did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? The only catch is it has to be during extraordinary times. Well, the economy and the world and the shape that we're in right now, don't you think that we're in extraordinary times? Got to be time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide from my friends at American Alternative Assets. They're there to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while still maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will answer all the questions you have. So protect your savings now before it's too late. 
Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will indicate future results. Yeah, you're Democrats. They're not on our side. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Uh, here's the incoming, uh, theoretically, Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, yesterday uh, talking to Maria Bartiromo. I think it's a little ironic that just hours after we uh, initiated our investigation that you have Garland playing another political motive, trying to bury the information. Playing another political motive. Um, he's playing another political motive, trying to bury the information. Well, maybe you should come out and, uh, you know, Norm Crosby, and you can explain it to everybody. It's true. I just wish, you know, and it's true that they, uh, the criminals at the Justice Department, Merrick Garland and Biden, they, um, they announced the appointment of a special counsel, a special prosecutor, about 72 hours after President Trump announced that he's running for president again. The news media applauded, of course, and they, they touched themselves, and then, um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Let's, uh, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy on uh, the other things that the Democrats have done or not done. They never once in this majority had a hearing where COVID originated from. They, yes, they shunned anything when it came to the president's family. But what else they have done is they've never stood up to China. What else they've done is they've never stood up to China. Well, have they done that or not done that? What they have done is they've not stood up to China. That's a creative form of a double negative say, uh, like, twisted up rebar of a sentence. Here's what they, here's what else they've done. They've never stood up to China. Are you suggesting they should stand up to China? That would be something that they should do or that they should not do, do. This is the Chris Plant Show. They never once in this majority had a hearing where COVID originated from. They, yes, they shunned anything when it came to the president's family. But what else they have done is they've never stood up to China. Another thing they've done is they've never stood up to China. Yeah, sure. One of the things I've done is uh, I've never flown Air Force One. See, it's, a, it's a, just a semantic thing when you say that it's something you've never done. It's not something you've done. Speaker, the title of the job is Speaker. By the way, CBS News today, they, uh, they finally got around to the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, just in time, too, right? I mean, it's, uh, the presidential election was more than two years ago now. And uh, then we had the inauguration and the disastrous two years, not yet two years of Joe Biden. And we just had the midterm elections. And this morning, this morning, Monday, Thanksgiving week, 2022, CBS News got around to conceding that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. 
And they had to use their former Fox News reporter, Catherine Herridge, to do it. Do you have any of that audio, Michael? Because a CBS News anchor this morning on this uh, morning show they have. And, uh, you know, if you get your news from CBS News, it might eventually get there. It's uh, tomorrow on CBS News, um, World War II comes to an end. VJ Day is declared. It's uh, very exciting. And uh, next week, uh, Joe Biden wins the White House. <laughs> Here's uh, CBS News just this morning. And as Republicans take control of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop reported to belong to Re Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS crucial. News has obtained... It's data, data, not through a third party or political operative, but directly party. from the source who told us they who? provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review it's a secret. to determine its authenticity. You guys are two years behind and you are a joke. You are a laughing stock. That's not journalism. That's politics. Catherine Herridge uh, was a reporter for Fox News. She moved over to CBS uh, a lot, you know, not a lot of heavy lifting over there once every few months. Hey, anybody see this Hunter Biden story more than two years ago? Um, no, they said in the CBS newsroom. What's that about? Catherine Herridge had to explain it. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. No evidence it was fake or tampered with. Here we are two years later. Uh, congratulations, Catherine Herridge and CBS News and Tony, whoever Tony is. Tony, Tony, Tony. Why weren't the Obamas invited to the wedding at the White House on, on Saturday? Maybe they were invited and they said no. How about the Clintons? Why weren't the Clintons there? They'll go any place where Bill might get a date out of the deal. You know how weddings are. Weddings are always great for that. Everybody's drinking. It's the White House. Bill Clinton knows all the hiding places, you know. Monica Lewinsky closet and all that stuff. Uh, let's get back to because uh, we got this. My favorite Kevin McCarthy cut from yesterday is this one. It is um, I now. I mean, again, I'm making fun of Kevin McCarthy because it would uh, be impossible not to. He is astonishingly inarticulate. I made a reference to Leo Gorsi last week from the Dead End Kids, the Bowery Boys who deliberately mangled the English language as part of his shtick. There was a, a comedian a long time ago, Norm Crosby, who did the same thing, deliberately mangled the English language. And in Kevin McCarthy's case, I don't think that it's deliberate, but he might be, I don't know, the illegitimate child of Leo Gorsi. We'd have to look into that. But here he is yesterday uh, speaking to Mario, Maria Bartiromo, who is articulate. But listen to this and see if you can figure out what he's talking about. When I become speaker, I'm going to have a select committee on China. We will stop these police stations in America. China is the number one country when it comes to intellectual property theft. Yeah. All the other nations combined, China steals more than them. We will put a stop to this and no longer allow the administration to sit back and let China okay. do what they are doing to America. No longer allow the administration to sit back and... But wait a minute, what was that part in the middle? See, I, I really, when I was watching this yesterday, my brother uh, texted me about it and pointed it out to me. said, did you see what Kevin McCarthy just said? I said, no, but I was recording it. So I went back and I looked. And 
we will stop these police stations in America. I'm sorry, what? In when the- I become speaker, I'm going to have a select committee on China. We will stop these police stations in America. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what police stations in America are you going to stop with your select committee on China as the Chinese Communist Party set up, built, staffed police stations in America? Um, if so, I would have hoped I would have read about it before now. Um, boy, that's, I need to hear that again because I still, I'm trying to figure out what Kevin McCarthy's talking about here. Maria Bartiromo, you know, it didn't stop him to say, uh, excuse me, Congressman, but what in the hell are you talking about uh, police stations in America that you're going to stop? Um, but this is what he said. When I become speaker, I'm going to have a select committee on China. Good. We will stop these police stations in America. We will stop. And if you listen to what he said before this, it doesn't help. Uh, afterward, he doesn't explain it. Maria Bartiromo just had to move on because there's only so much time you could spend the rest of the day trying to figure out what Kevin McCarthy was talking about. But um, boy, oh boy, that's amazing. Let's go to Maxine Waters. Again, we're going to, we're gonna, I might have T-shirts made up at the Chris Plant store where you can get many fine T-shirts. And we're still, we're working on some new ones too. We're working on new ones like Planned Parenthood isn't. That's kind of, uh, you know, that's a, uh, and we're working on our things that aren't teach. But we have, we have uh, Remember Normal and I Survived the Wuhan Red Death and we're at Not for Double Standards, liberals who have no standards at all and all that good stuff. Maybe we should have a T-shirt with Kevin McCarthy. We will stop these police stations in America. <laughs> when I become speaker, we'll have a select committee on China. We will stop these police stations in America. I'm sorry, what? He's, he's this close holding my index finger one inch over my thumb to becoming the Speaker of the House of Representatives as a Republican in the United States of America. And, um, you know, uh, it's uh, maybe, he's, uh, maybe he's just a cut-up. and we kind of Maxine Waters is an extremist, a radical, a lunatic, a uh, fraudster, a shamster. She's a Democrat member of Congress from California, lives in a multimillion-dollar home on her $180,000 salary, and, and that's okay with everybody in the media. And um, she's got a plan. She was on MSDNC. She's, she's going to do what she always does. She's going to be Maxine Waters. This non-leader who is really a follower that's captured by the right wing, including those in the House, and Trump himself is going to be a miserable human being, and I'm going to try and help make him as miserable as possible. (laughs) Don't go in. (laughs) Ah, yes, and the giggling. I'm going to make it as miserable as possible. Now, imagine a Republican member of Congress saying that when Nancy Pelosi... You know, she's an extremist, she's a radical, she's a left-winger. Um, you know, that's the Democrat Party. Jonathan Capehart of the Washington Post slash MSNBC, what's the difference? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. And I'm going to try and help make him as miserable as possible. <laughs> Don't go in. <laughs> Somebody was goosing him, we think. It's, it's not clear what was going on under, under the table. 
I have, I, have an, uh, I have updated information here. The FBI director, Christopher Wray, says he's very concerned about secret unauthorized Chinese, quote, police stations, end quote, in major cities, including New York, where overseas dissidents are, quote, hunted and persuaded to return, end quote. Now, Kevin McCarthy didn't say any of that. He just said, it to, you know, uh, apparently we, I didn't follow Christopher Ray's testimony closely enough, and I missed out on his concern about secret unauthorized Chinese police stations in major cities across the United States where they hunt down dissidents and, quote, persuade them to return. You would like to return now? <laughs> we will disembowel your grandfather. That's right, I'm doing a Nazi uh, uh, thing. Yeah, so Christopher Ray, he slammed China's secret overseas police stations. I, I'm sorry, if, if this is true, why isn't this a gigantic news story every day? The Chinese Communist Party has set up secret police stations in the United States where they're kidnapping Chinese dissidents. They're persuading them to go back to Mother China. Yeah, I know, it's Mother Russia. uh, But that's it. The FBI is deeply concerned about Chinese government setting up unauthorized police stations in U.S. cities to possibly track and harass dissidents living abroad, Director Christopher Wray told lawmakers last Thursday. I'm very concerned about this. Well, you're the FBI director. Why don't you do something about it? Maybe you should uh, have an ever-expanding probe. What do you think? Maybe a, um, you know, maybe um, uh, a, a pre-dawn raid with like 20 guys, like you did with that Catholic guy who's pro-life with his seven kids at home. We are aware of the existence of these stations, Ray told the Senate Homeland Committee's government affairs, uh, blah, blah, blah. He declined to detail the FBI's investigative steps on the issue. Um, Well, you should be raiding them. (laughs) But uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, he's going to, the Congress is going to take action. The FBI and the Justice Department won't. Uh, Let's go to, uh, let's go to Hakeem Jeffries, who is a radical and an extremist and he's got, it's his beloved uncle, who is his mentor growing up, who, um, who is a, a virulent anti-Semite and a racist, who uh, said that Jews controlled the slave trade and, and uh, you know, white people. He's got the uh, sun people and the ice people, and the ice people are white people, and they're terrible. He's a college professor, naturally. His radical... Um, his radical uncle, who was his mentor growing up. You notice they all have these radical... Uh, uh, Barack Obama was Frank Marshall Davis, a communist. Right? Uh, but here's Hakeem Jeffries. He, um, he's a racist and an anti-Semite also. He was raised by his beloved uncle, Professor, the racist anti-Semite as well. And uh, Hakeem Jeffries made a... Um, um, well, this is him with Jake Tapper over the weekend. This isn't the old video that he made of himself. Um, yeah, let's go to, let's go to the, uh, the, well, this is, it's only 13 say, let's go to Jake Tapper because Hakeem Jeffries, not, and, and, and he's asking things, do you, do you think, uh, Kevin McCarthy is qualified to be speaker? Uh, do you think Nancy Pelosi was? Though people have doubted us, tried to create this frame of Democrats in disarray, we always are consistently able to come together, find the highest common denominator 
get things done for everyday Americans and make progress. Yeah, because uh, they're uh, they've always been able to come together like uh, you know the commies that they are. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries on CNN yesterday. The fact that we stand for freedom. Uh, that we stand for unity, we stand for democracy, we stand for progress for all Americans across the country. That's what they stand for, for freedom and, uh, and organ harvesting and looting and arson and rioting from coast to coast. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries. We have to take a look at doing everything possible to stop Republicans from recklessly holding the economy hostage. I mean, Jake, Kevin McCarthy has said, that he is willing to detonate the American economy, default on our nation's debt in order to try to strip away Social Security and Medicare for tens of millions of Americans. So Jake Tapper didn't say, well, that's a flat-out lie that's been debunked again and again. I mean, you know, Hakeem, I know you're an extremist and a radical and anti-American, but that's just pure fiction. That's Do you think he's fit to be the next leader, Kevin McCarthy, the next leader of the Republicans? You've Jake's, had some harsh words Jake's for him. question. Uh, saying it's impossible to take him seriously, and when people ask you about Kevin McCarthy, you say, Kevin who? Do you think he's fit to be Speaker of the House? Well, that's a decision ultimately that the House Republican Conference is going to have to make. Yeah, it I asked you. Be struggling to get to 218. Let's see what happens on January 3rd. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll see what happens on January. Yeah, but my question was, do you, I'm asking for your reckless, dangerous, um, anti-American, anti-Semitic, racist, um, anti-Semitic, I want to say those twice, uh, opinion on, on all of this, because that's why you're here. And I asked you. I know what the process is. Yeah, he is a uh, he's a radical from way back, and he's going to be the new Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat Party. On the way home from the interview, he stopped and looted a Louis Vuitton store, grabbed some luggage on the way home. Then uh, firebombed a church with a Molotov cocktail, which Democrats love. They love the Molotov cocktail, firebombing churches. We will stop these police stations in America. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. You know, TikTok, speaking of secret Chinese police stations that the FBI isn't doing anything about, um, because they're too busy raiding the homes of pro-life activists with seven children. And uh, James O'Keefe of Project Veritas for getting uh, Biden family diary. But uh, Chinese set up a network of secret police stations across America, and the FBI's like, oh, you were very concerned about that. Now I'm, now I'm going to go get on a private jet and go to upstate New York. And they also run TikTok which it turns out is this online entity you post videos and and the Chinese gobble up all your information off your phone and uh, vacuum up everything you've, you know, all your photos, all your contacts, all your communications. Even uh, Democrat Senator Mark Warner, Virginia, doesn't like it. I think Donald Trump was right. I mean, TikTok is a enormous threat. It's a threat. It is a massive collector of information, oftentimes of our children. And uh, the news media attacked President Trump all over the place when he said that TikTok was a threat. Now, Democrat Senator Warner. So if you're a parent and you got a kid on TikTok, I would be very, very concerned. 
all of that data uh, that your child is inputting and receiving is being stored somewhere uh, in Beijing. In Beijing, uh, CNN, Trump, TikTok, and dangerous precedent for democracy. CNN said in 2020, when President Trump was calling out TikTok, Newsweek, Trump proposed TikTok ban may threaten free speech, experts say. And Salon, Trump's vendetta against TikTok is a veil for his anti-China, anti-free speech views. Um, Senator Tom Cotton. TikTok is one of the most massive surveillance programs ever, especially on America's young people. That it's not just the content you upload to TikTok, but all the data on your phone and other apps, all your personal information, even facial imagery, even where your eyes are looking on your phone. That's why I've encouraged every American, if they're using TikTok, to delete it from their phone, and if they can, to get a new phone altogether. Get a new phone altogether because the Chinese communists have infiltrated your phone through TikTok in unimaginable ways. FBI Director Christopher Wray. We do have national security concerns, uh, at least from the FBI's end, uh, about TikTok. They, uh, Why haven't you done the anything about it? That the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation algorithm, uh, which could be used for influence operations if they so chose, or uh, to control software on millions of devices. Once again, President Trump was years ahead of the curve, and they attacked him for it. Uh, all the media smeared him. It's his vendetta. It's anti-free speech. No, he was made aware of the... And, and now, what has our so-called intelligence community done about this? And the so-called... You know, we got the fascist Bureau of Intimidation shirts at the Chris Plant store, too. And more on Kevin McCarthy tomorrow. No, I will not let up on him. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.